Hello ladies, if you are fed up, confused as hell, or just over all the drama around weight loss, you are in the right place. My name is Bonnie LaFrac and I am your host here at Unfuck Your Weight Loss, where I help you make weight loss easy, achievable, and even fun. Because what is more fun than becoming exactly who you want to be in the body you want to be in? Let's take the shame and bullshit out of dieting and weight loss and lose the weight for the last time. Ready? Let's go. Hey there, welcome back to Unfuck Your Weight Loss. I'm Bonnie LaFrac and today we're talking about my most favorite topic of all times. I could talk about this all day, all night with my clients and with you because it's, it is a big, it's the hot topic the scale and specifically fuck the scale, right? I would need you to write this down. I mean, you could write down fuck the scale, but you could also write this down. This might be more helpful. You don't need a scale to lose weight. That's right. That's what I said. You don't need a scale to lose weight. The scale is not a plan, a strategy, a tip. It's not food. It's not a workout. It's not a coach. It's not accountability, even though you think that it is. It is an inanimate, I can't even say the word. It's an inanimate object and it weighs you in that moment, all of you, your hair, your skin, your muscle, fat, bone, water, blood, everything. And your body is constantly changing. It is subject to change time of day, time of month, time of year, what you ate, what you didn't eat, what you drank, what you didn't drink, how much sleep you got, if you were sick, if you flew in a plane, if you took, um, just took a nap. I mean, all the different things are going to change the number on the scale. And yet here we are chasing that number as if once we get the number, now we have it, right? We won the prize. And that's, and this, and this is why it's a little, you know, exacer exacerbating. Yeah, it's a little annoying because once you hit that number, it's going to change again. In an hour, it is going to go up. In another two hours, it might go up again. It's going to keep changing and we keep chasing it. It's like uh, the greyhound chasing the fake rabbit at the track. And it's, it's a game and it's a game that we don't win ever. And it's driving most women crazy. And it's not because the scale does anything wrong. It is definitely 100% our thoughts and feelings. What we make the number mean about us, about our beauty or our worth or our desirability or all the things about us. As if we're going to walk around town with our number, our weight on a big poster board and carry it above our head like we're at like a wrestling match or something like that. Round three and instead it says 129 pounds or 142 or 165 or 201 or whatever it says, who cares? Nobody cares except us, right? We have in our minds somewhere, right? A number that we picked out. I do ask women all the time, 
about their weight loss and their weight loss goals and why that's their goal number. A lot of times it's interesting. That's the number they weighed 18 years ago. 18 years ago is a long time ago. And not to say that, oh, you're too old to weigh that. But let's really talk about, you know, what what happened? 18, were you in college? Were you, you know, smoking cigarettes all day? Like what has changed since that moment? And is that reasonable? Or does it really matter what the number is? Is your goal just a number? Like that's all you care about? Or is it bigger than that? Is your desire for weight loss and specifically, I would think fat loss, and I use those words interchangeably. So, you know, whether it's weight loss or fat loss, I hope it's more fat loss, but obviously no matter what, when we are engaging in weight loss and we're eating at a deficit of calories, we are going to lose some muscle mass. This is why quick fix diets are not the best because if you lose weight too quickly, you do risk losing more muscle mass. Okay, back to what your goal is. You're looking not probably just for a number, but I'm guessing because you want to fit into your clothes or new clothes, different clothes, old clothes, right? You want to have your body look a certain way. You want it to feel a certain way, either, right? Probably how you feel in your body or maybe how other people feel your body. I'm, I'm, no, I'm not judging, right? You want to maybe feel more confident. You want to look good in clothes. You want to look good without clothes. You want to look in the mirror and like what you see. And I just want to point out that some of that is not going to come from a number on a scale. The number on the scale doesn't make you like yourself. It doesn't make other people like you. It doesn't make you more successful. It doesn't put money in the bank. It doesn't put um, every relationship you've ever wanted right in front of you. It doesn't promote you in your job. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything other than satisfy that need for the number, which will be fleeting. The number is not, it doesn't stay that number. It's like a speedometer on a car. Like, yeah, we can get up to 40 miles. Now we're at 41. We're back at 39 and right. It's going to fluctuate. It's, it's just like the weather app. It's going to fluctuate. And I want to share with you, um, what you could do instead of using a scale because it seems weird. Well, if I'm trying to lose weight, how will I know if I lost weight if I don't have a scale, right? That's probably what your brain's all already offered you. How could that, how could this even be a thing? How could I not use the scale? Isn't it like a mandatory thing? Don't I have to use the scale? Like every time I go to the doctor's office, they make me get on a scale. P.S. Unless you're going to the doctor's office because you have a problem with the number on the scale, and I mean like you're visiting them to talk about specifically your weight, there's no reason to get on the scale and you don't have to and you can say no thank you. And you don't have to let them push you or bully you into getting on the scale, right? Unless you specifically made the appointment to say, hey, I'd like to discuss my weight. But when I go, you know, whatever, for a yearly physical, I don't need to get on the scale. My doctor has eyes. (laughs) as far as I'm concerned. It does not matter. I do not care. I don't have to get on the scale. I'm an adult. I get to decide. Um, And I don't typically get on the scale. And I think I'm, you know, I want to tell you this, not because the scale makes me mad or sad or puts me in a rage or I hate it. It's just inconsequential. I don't care. What does it matter? I don't think it matters at all. And here's why. There's a thing, right? 
clothing. That's number one is I know how my clothes fit or how I want them to fit. I have eyes. I have a mirror. And I know when it comes to eyes and a mirror, sometimes our eyes will lie. They will. I get it. And sometimes we're so used to looking in the mirror and finding fault and finding problems. And that's what brains do. Look for the problems, right? It's like, oh my gosh, what's up with my hair? Or my gosh, I need to pluck my eyebrows. Oh, this is, you know, this is a problem. That's a problem. This doesn't look good. That color's terrible. Blah, 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 like on and on and on. And sometimes we just stop looking in the mirror. We avoid the mirror. And I'm telling you, um, the biggest gift you could give yourself, right, isn't trying to get a number on the scale, is learning to like and appreciate yourself right now. Where Whatever the scale says or doesn't say, whatever size clothes you're in or not, right, is to look in the mirror and be like, dang, you're a badass bitch or whatever it is. Or just, hey, good job today. Or, you know... I like those glasses on you. I like your smile. Looking good. Doing a great job. The same thing you would say if your child was standing right next to you in that mirror. I want to tell you a quick little story. About six years ago, probably now, I remember standing in the bathroom. It was the uh, bathroom my kids use. And we're standing there, and I think I'm with both of them standing there, looking in the mirror. I don't know why, but it's a very large mirror in there, and we're standing. And I literally (laughs) grabbed my stomach, and I said, Mommy is so fat. And as I was saying it, it was like it was in slow motion. Uh, First of all, I have no idea what prompted that. Um, as soon as I said it, I was like, I will never say that again. I literally, I was horrified. I'm like, I cannot believe I said that about myself, but I said it in front of my kids. Now they don't remember that. And that has never happened since. Um, I only like, I really think about them, my kids. And if I'm not thinking about my kids and if you don't have kids, think about your 10 year old self or your 12 year old self what would you say to her in the mirror? Or if you're the mom and you're holding her hand and you're both looking in the mirror, what are you going to say? Work on that. That is going to be a huge shift that you're not going to get from any number on the scale. Because if you're like me, you've been a lot of different numbers on the scale and it was never enough, never good enough, never lasted long enough still have problems, still don't like what I see in the mirror, still not lean enough, thin enough, pretty enough. Now I have loose skin or cellulite or I can see this or what about this? All of that, all of that bullshit, right? We need to be able to look in the mirror and like what we see and find something nice to say, okay? Uh, I know a lot of coaches um, have done this where they literally have a framed picture of their younger self just as a reminder, right? A lot of, a lot of what we do as adult women is spend time reparenting ourselves, especially if you got a lot of messages as a, as a kid or a young adult that you aren't good enough or you're fat or not thin enough or ugly, or you need to lose weight or, you know, boys don't like fat girls and God only knows what else. 
right? A lot of that garbage. It is up to us right now to reprogram some new, better things. And it starts with making that intentional, looking in the mirror. And the more you look in the mirror, you will get better at trusting your own eyes and you will get better at seeing the results of your work, right? Seeing your stomach is looking less bloated or is looking flatter or your arms are looking more toned or more defined or thinner or whatever you're looking for. It's in there. It's in the mirror. It's happening right in front of you. If you don't appreciate you, why would anyone else? Honestly, I know. It's a, it can be a little bit emotional when I have this conversation with people about looking in the mirror and really like, okay, pretend now you're standing there holding your 10 year old self's hand, you and her, what are you saying to her? That's the conversation we want to have. And the more we can trust ourselves with the mirror, the easier weight loss actually becomes. And we don't have to rely on the scale. We have clothing. We have our own eyes and our own brain driving the eyes, the mirror. All of our phones have a camera. I know, right? Taking photos of yourself. I think I've mentioned this before in a podcast because one of my clients was like, did you know you could have like, um, you can have like a private folder in your camera. Like if you're worried that someone's going to see a picture of you um, that you took in your bathroom and your sports bra and your underwear, which by the way, I have a lot of those pictures from a long time ago, then hide them. Um, Often when we take a picture of ourselves, we again won't see what we're looking or hoping for. But you know what? If every Monday morning I snap a picture, guess what? In four weeks, in 10 weeks, in 20 weeks, in 40 weeks, I'm going to start to notice those differences. That's, I'll be very happy that I had those photos. I've, I've been very disappointed in myself because I, I disliked myself so much. I wouldn't get in photos and I didn't take pictures. Um, and I have very few of myself, right? And I even noticed as my kids were little, there's very few pictures of myself. I think a lot of moms can relate to that where there's just pictures of the kids or there's pictures with uh, the kids and dad or, you know, the other mom or relative or what have you. Um, you got to get in the photos and take photos of yourself. These are just photos to give you um, the, the visual reminder that you are making progress. A lot of my clients will also use, guess what? Old school tape measures. And it's not like every day you're going to see a difference, but let's say every two weeks or every four weeks, you're going to do a measurement. A lot of people will do just that bust line. They'll do the natural waist, which is the highest part of your waist, that thinnest part. It's over your belly button. Um, the umbilicus is right across your belly button, your hips, right? The broadest part of your hips. Some people will even measure. They want to do a thigh measurement or an upper arm measurement. Totally fine. Keep those somewhere, write those down. And if it's every month, you're going to check in there. You'll see. I've had clients, the scale hasn't moved that much, but they're like, I lost eight inches off my waist. I'm like, eight inches off your waist? I mean, that's fucking nuts, right? Who cares what the scale says? Because ultimately, I don't want a number on the scale. <laughs> what is that? What do I mean? Like, Care, like laminate the scale or take a picture of the scale and blow it up and then frame it for my house or send in an email and be like, look, like who cares? I want to wear all my clothes and I want to feel good in them and I don't want to be fidgeting in them and I don't want to have to like do 90 squats to stretch out the pants or worry that, you know, I don't want to worry anymore. That's ultimately what's going on. 
that's the big transformation is not about making the scale go down. It's not about um, the new low carb diet or the macros or just becoming a smaller version of myself and trying to willpower and grit all the way and hope, hope that I can keep it off. It's like, I want to stop suffering. I want to stop the torment. I want to stop the game that the scale, I'm allowing the scale to play right? I'm participating in the game. I'm actually driving the game. The scale is just an innocent victim here. So you don't need a scale to lose weight. You don't. And in fact, especially if you're using it two and three times a day all the time, and you're letting the scale dictate what you can eat, what you can't eat, if you should not eat, if you need to exercise more, harder, faster, longer, all that stuff, that's a problem. That is a re- that's very hard to sustain. And that means all of your choices for the day, your mood for the day, everything is dictated by your thoughts about the number on the scale. Notice I didn't say the scale dictates it. It is your thoughts about the number on the scale. Um, the reason I'm specifically talking about the scale, and I think I could probably talk about it all the time because I feel like um, we all need to coach about it, invent about it, and really see it for what it's worth. Inside Selfmade, my coaching program, uh, we did this last year. We're going to do it again this year. We've called it No Way May, right? Where we are offering clients, they don't have to, right? They don't have to do this. I don't tell my clients what to do. I offer like, you know, this would be something that has worked well in the past. Let's think about not using the scale for the month of May and using all of these other ways to gauge how we're doing. There are some other components to it. Obviously, clothing, your eyes, a mirror, your camera, a tape measure, right? Those are all sort of these data points, right? Different ways that we can assess and evaluate. But there are some other things. Of course, we want to get really clear. What are we trying to achieve? Weight loss never happens by accident. It doesn't. It just does not. You get sick maybe, or I don't know, a tapeworm. (laughs) But it just doesn't happen by accident, okay? It is, it does have to be intentional. You have to know what you want and what exactly that means. You can't just say, I need to lose weight. I should lose weight. I should weigh less. But what are we actually going for? Again, that brings us back to why are we using the scale when it's really probably should use a pair of jeans or a belt or a blouse or something, a suit that we want it to either fit or fit better. We need a plan ultimately right? We need intentionality. We need to have something written down, whether that is a plan I write in advance, I plan my day in advance, or that I'm going to keep, say, like a food journal, and I'm just going to be able to see, aha, now I can tell. I can tell by these last three days, I didn't really eat very much at all, or I overate. And I want to be able to see that so that I can say what is working and what is not working, right? If I just am It's kind of like using a lot of people just use the scale and expect that the scale is going to help me lose weight. But no, we have to have that intentionality. We need to have a plan and we need to be honest with the plan, right? That's why a lot of diets actually don't work. That's why macros really don't work for a lot of people because we're not completely committed to it. We don't completely track. We don't really write everything down. We're not really doing it. We're kind of sort of like, you know, half-assing it. We're booty calling it. And you really have to be committed to it. If you really want to lose weight, take, take all the pressure away from the scale and let's really 
you know, do the important work because ultimately you want to fit into your clothes. You want your body to look a certain way. So why rely on a scale? That's not going to, you know, people have lost weight and they didn't look any different. You've probably had that same experience. The scale went down, but you didn't feel any different. Your clothes didn't feel any better. You didn't look any different. All of that still happened. So we can take the scale out if you want, and you can play along just like my clients in self-made and or, I'm not supposed to talk about this, um, but it's, for, it's far enough along in the, in the podcast that my, my team won't know. I'm opening up, of course, self-made. You know why? Because, and I love it, I love a month that starts on a Monday. Monday is May 1st. And I'm imagining, um, I do have thousands of listeners like yourself, which I am so grateful for, where if this message is resonating for you, if you're liking what you're hearing on this podcast, imagine if you had a plan to go with it. Imagine if you had accountability to go with it. That's what you're getting in self-made right? It doesn't matter like all the gizmos and the, I have an app and I have coaching calls, who cares? Ultimately, the result is you moving from feeling, right? Suffering, despair, disappointment, frustration, confusion, and overwhelm to going to a place where you feel confident, secure, assured, and you know you're on the right track. That's ultimately what self-made is right? It's taking you from disempowered to empowered. That's, that's what we're doing. And I'm inviting you to do it with me. So if you would like to do that, I'm going to make sure they drop my call link. Let's do it that way, right? So that I never like to convince anybody that they should, you know, uh, work with me. I want to make sure it's a good fit. Um, we can have a chit chat, whether it is, you know, before May 1st, doesn't really matter. I'm going to open this up for all of May. You don't have to physically start on May 1st, but if mentally you're ready to do something in the month of May, I'm going to open up 25 spots. I want to tell you that's not going to be a lot because I am running a special little challenge group and they're going to get, um, they're going to get some dibs on this too. So if you're feeling compelled to lose weight, and keep it off for life, I invite you to work with me inside Self-Made. There is another option, of course. I have Self-Made Society, which is, it's kind of like the little sister to Self-Made. It's more, um, it's more of a do-it-yourself because there isn't that level of accountability. But it still has uh, lots of great um, info, coaching calls. Um, you're going to get all of the same philosophies I have around flexible nutrition, around hormone-friendly fitness, and around how we reframe a lot of uh, the diet, the weight loss, um, the thoughts and beliefs that are probably holding us back. So I hope you have a great week. What you can take action on, um, you could decide for the month of May to put your scale aside and look at weight loss in another way. You could Maybe you're not ready for that. Maybe that is just weighing yourself once a week. Maybe that is uh, using more of a tape measure or using more of, you know, taking the weekly photo of yourself. Um, but at the very least, write this down. You don't need a scale to lose weight. I promise you. I have not been on a scale. Um, well, I shouldn't really say that'd be a lie, but I hadn't been on a scale in over nine years. I had to get on a scale for a um, an insurance uh a medical, the quick little medical physical they give you, but I did not even look at it, right? I told her, I said, I don't own a scale. I don't care about a scale. 
um, but that was that was a, that was a thing I could not say no to. Um, but believe me, my doctors know I don't get on the scale, um, so it can be done. Um, and it can be very freeing. Again, I'm not telling you to stay off the scale because the scale is bad or it makes you mad or it is sad and we're going to stick our head in the sand. Ultimately, a lot of my clients choose to use the scale and learn how to neutralize their thoughts and feelings about the scale and to make it just like checking the weather app. <laughs> like it, I don't look and see it's 35 degrees and raining and I don't slam my phone against the wall being so mad like I wouldn't, you know, like I want to do with my scale. We learn how to use the scale um, in a neutral way that works for us or we, or we don't use the scale. The scale is not necessary for weight loss. I hope you have a wonderful week. And if you are so called to work with me, check out the links below. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to Unfuck Your Weight Loss. The next step, of course, is to take action on something we discussed because implementation beats information all day long. If you enjoyed this podcast, thank you for being here and please leave a review wherever you tune in for all of your podcasts. Please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Looking forward to dropping all the F-bombs with you next week. Have a good one.